This is an ABC podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, day traders going short, hairdressers to the world of football and garbos on the recycle run. Australian football codes have guided this great nation through its darkest hour. But now, with soul in the shorts, feeling in the feet and joy in the jumper, it's time to bump, it's time to thump, it's time to bludge. Footy mad Aussies, pull them up and pack them down for another blast of bludging on the blind side. With the master of midfield mayhem, rampaging Roy Slaven, and the man who never lets them get away, H.G. Nielsen. Hook another lucky trout, H.G. Yes, uh, Chef Mark Cedric has been sump AO torching the blindside blue paper once again. And that, my very good friend, is the sound of the sumpster camped in the blindside that is bludging on the blindside soundproof boot here at ABC Grandstand HQ. Australia, welcome to Bludging on the Blindside. H.G. Nelson here, opening the dig for another set of seven, and what a week. What an incredible week. A week, even if I whispered it, it'd be bellowing. A week when too much sport is barely enough. So much excitement, unbelievable excitement, unprecedented excitement. Big issues hit the fan when the acid bomb went off and blew the French doors off closed mines across Australia. The Blindside greets you again with the word Ubuntu. Summing up the spirit of rugby league now, in a week of studying Ubuntu, uh, I got a book, courtesy of Amazon, Ubuntu for Beginners, and it seems to suggest the main thing is the people with no shoes should feel sympathy for the people with no feet. If I can sum it up in that simple homily, I think we'll be pretty right navigating Ubuntuism in the future. Uh, Before opening the record book on Round 19, an origin thought starter... And there's a fair few Origin Thought starters this week. But should all dead rubbers be played in Sydney? I mean, the Blues faithful love it, DR. Wednesday night, uh, the biggest crowd ever, I think 75,342, turned up at the House of Fun shouting, Ubuntu Blues! For a who cares fixture and the Ubuntu Blues did the right thing. Remember, the maroon motivation... This is what we're up against uh, if I speak on behalf of the winners on Wednesday night. The maroon motivation is all about floods, the fires, the droughts, the crocs, the golden circle pineapple rings, snakes, bobcatter, the bleached reef, the go-betweens, the blue-ringed op- octopus, which is all great. But once those ju- the juice of those lemons is in the jug, the origin stink is eventually about playing football. And that was the difference on Wednesday night. It was a magnificent game. Credit to both sides. Uh, thought uh, just a few, few early thought starters. I thought the Queensland were a bit sluggish in attack when it came to the red zone. My only real observation. The tune when the music stopped, Freddie's Pick and Stick crew. Remember, they were the lot with seven changes. They were real. I mean, he went out on a limb to pick and stick. They were 24 and Billy's ragtag bunch of Golden Circle pineapple lovers. Uh, 10, a night when no one felt stupid wearing a bright blue wig. Well, no one who supported the Blues. Now back to probing the results with round 19. Big numbers to begin with. None bigger than the Warriors touch-up of the Eels this last weekend, which left the blue and yellow trousers round the ankles. Let me refresh the memory. Warriors 46, Eels 10. Of course, the Eels uh, side lost a lot to origin duties. Uh, the dogs, what about those fur babies? Uh, Gus, the Oracle must have stepped in for the end of the kennel for a midweek spray as the bowls of chum came out. Uh, Gus's fountain of phlegm was summed up by simply, listen, blokes, stop chewing and listen, and I'm talking to you, Flano. 
Don't, I don't want to look like a rugby league clown forever. Enough of the basket case aspirational rubbish. Behave like a team who can play football. And, uh, of course, the... Well, the uh, proof was in the pudding not long later. The tune went the first stop flying. Rabbits, 32. Dogs, 36. Woof, woof. Now, the blue and yellow and the cockroach and myrtle origin selections, as in the people who had to step up to the origin level, turn out to be the greatest level of four club and ho- club home and away fixtures. They do far better job, I believe, than any salary cap contrivance which seems to fall short at every hurdle or get clipped at every hurdle. Remember the bride's blindside wrote, uh, broke the basket case aspiration of several clubs over the past two weeks. Now everyone wants to turn up in the wicker wear. I mean, how else do you explain those scores? What were they again? It was uh, something like the Eels, 10, Warriors, 46, much closer with the rabbits and the dogs, but nonetheless it was 32 to 36. Now, and what a send-off for the blue and white today. The blue and white grubbed Josh Reynolds this afternoon. Has anyone grubbed better? And, you know, you've got to understand that grubbism and grubbing and Ubuntu grubbing, uh, well, they're at a very low check in the uh, in the uh, canon of rugby league at the moment. And grub Reynolds kept the whole flag flying for a long time. I mean, look at the record. And you can hear the emotion in my voice just already just halfway through me oration. Farewelling the grub is going to be a tear-jerking occasion. Always is when a grub leaves the crease and goes off to do nothing. I mean, when they're grubbing, they're on fire. They're top of the tree. Everybody wants to know the grub. Is the grub coming? Is the grub doing anything? Yes, all of that. That's great. But when you leave the grease, no one cares. Uh, when Reynolds runs out for the final time at his beloved Belmore in reserve grade, yes, that's right, the grub's going out in reserve grade. There will not be a dry eye on Planet Rugby League. I'm telling you that for an absolute fact. It'll be a great send-off. Reynolds masks for every run, free hot dogs in club colours. For the kids, a balloon drop, the jumping castle, hot pies, a motivational spray from the Oracle at halftime. This will be a 30-minute from Gus. Uh, A parade of players, all the players that Grubster has played with and grubbed on, will precede the chair off by those Bulldogs' favourite, Mace and SBW doing the heavy lifting. And I understand late inclusion is there's an appearance from James Webb. People remember James Webb, our hot dog maestro, who got into third place on the July the 4th. He'll be there uh, handing out the blue and white hot dogs uh, later today. Uh, pants will be around the ankles, tears, splat- uh, you know, the lot. And the whole crowd will be shouting as one, Ubuntu grub. <laughs> if only Freddie could have squeezed him on the bench last Wednesday night, magical send-off. I mean, that would have been great seeing grub sitting there, I think, with Gutho. Grub, not enough shirts to go around, so he came in the blue and white. Would have been beautiful, I'm telling you, when he was introduced to the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand up for Josh Reynolds. Everybody would have said, who? Play footy. Anyway, in a heartfelt motivational spray, the grub bellowed through the blubs to the faithful, this club means more to me than the game. Now, when any player says that, it's time to clear the locker and call for a cab. I'm telling you that. This, bro, this club means more to me than the game. That's rubbish. Anyway, just for more moving on, the rugby league players' boycott of the media has captured the headlines. The players didn't want to do it. None of the players I spoke to wanted to do it. They knew it would hurt. Wait for it. Fans and Australian families who are the lifeblood of the game but get to say nothing about it. But the only people who are upset, as I understand it, are members of the media who have acres of print and hours of TV and radio to fill up. Nobody else cared. Would I really miss another Danny Weedler column? I don't think so. Uh, would I miss, uh, you know, I don't know, Buzz? 
Would I miss uh, the Immortal Combat's gear? No, I don't think I would. Honestly, a week off from all of that would probably be the world of good at this stage. Now, the Gold Coast Suns, the AFL, the Gold Coast Suns have moved on from Stuart Dew and the whispers, which are really roaring at the moment, no pun intended, is Tiger coach Dimmer is Gold Coast bound. Now, <clears throat> there's been a lot of backlash about the way this is handled. It appears that one particular journalist has had a vendetta to get rid of Stuart Dew uh, and made it a personal mission to dump Dew uh, and then at the end of it, you know, everybody says, oh, we didn't realise it'd be so bad. I wish we hadn't done that and et cetera. And everybody wanted Dew to stay in the end because they looked at his record and thought, who's going to have a better record than this? And it's getting harder and harder to keep a team together on the coast. That's my mail. Everybody wants to leave. Everybody wants to get drafted there. And as soon as they can, they leave, uh, let alone the local public interest. Now, can I hear the Macquarie Point Senator for Mitch Robertson uh, Centre of Excellence calling? I think I can. The AFL could do a lot worse than cutting their losses on the coast and running towards the Apple Isle. And I'm not alone in suggesting this. I don't make these things up. I'm reporting fact here. Other people have mentioned this to me. Serious senior journalists have mentioned this to me, that the Suns would make, wouldn't that be great, Apple Isle Suns. It's counterintuitive, you know, because it doesn't, not much sunshine there, but none, nonetheless, it'll be great. International news, Ricciardo is back. Daniel Parks, the bot, on the grid for the Hungarian Grand Prix. Rest of the season, driving an Alfa Tori, if I've got that correct, uh, for the rest of the season. Now, Ricciardo has so much to offer. Uh, telling you something you don't already know, the old gold fruit and nut turned out against a Springbok B lineup. That's right, Springbok B lineup at Loftus Versfeld Stadium last Sunday. The tune when the musical truck and trailer stopped was B. Remember them? Bees, 43, nuts, 12. I believe this was a wake-up call the nutty ones needed uh, with the 2023 World Cup looming. looming. The fruit and nut, these are the steps, need to have a good hard look at themselves. They need to step up. They need to draw a line in the sand. But most importantly, they have to refuse to press the panic button. I don't know if Eddie Jones, our coach, as that control left in him, but the Nutmen are on a journey to France with Supercoach Jones E, comma, full stop up, uh, full stop, uh, you know, holding the reins. There is Nutboy redemption tonight against the powerhouse of the Pampers. If they, look, if they lose this tonight, they might as well stay at home. Honestly, they're just not. Or send a B-side. I think they'd do just as well. Now, to get the blindside barge away from the wharf it's, uh, for another week, it's time to ask the man who is the voice of hope to step up for a spray. This week, the voice who incorporates the ethical obligation is, again, fully focused on the cost of living crisis that is robbing Australian families of fun and football. What am I telling you this for? Prices, again, have gone berserk this week. And Australians are living a nightmare. Have you looked at the cost of chips lately? I'm not talking about hot chips. I'm talking about, you know, Smith's Crisps chips. Who can afford salt and vinegar anymore? I mean, that has now become a luxury item. A luxury item that you can only have when you have a big win at the races or snare some sort of scratch and match opportunity. With this simple summary of the week's events from the supermarket coalface, the voice demonstrates, wait for it, his love of all Australian families and the respect, the respect. Again, I come back to that word as I do each and every week at this time, the respect for Aussies waddling through the valley of death. That's all baked into his spray. Roy of Hope belongs to the Activator One rampaging Roy Slavin, who is the best in the business, always gets the job done, no doubt about it, outstanding. And today he is super, super duper excited to be here. Roy, have a rugby league. Can we get the bludging bunny in motion once again by asking what highlights caught your restless eye this week? Fully sit Simon! Yes, thank you very, very much, H.G. Uh, Nelson. And of course, happy rugby league to you and of course to your, um, your family. And uh, happy rugby league to all 
Aussies who respect manners and decency in the context of hardship. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, a special happy rugby league to the Aussie scientists who assisted in finding the gravitational waves that have eluded observation uh, since they were first postulated, I think, back in the 1920s by Einstein. Uh, the waves, these are the waves that create ripples in the fabric of space-time. Now, the, um, the hard-working, decent, honest Aussie scientists, they really punch well above their weight, and I congratulate them all, especially the team at Parks, mm-hmm. who were able to uh, identify, source and find uh, what you would call, uh, I guess, would be pulsars, which are very difficult to find, these uh, rapidly rotating neutron stars that uh, they, they, uh, they rotate roughly a, a thousand rotations per second, and this is where gravitational waves were identified. So I congratulate the whole scientific community, especially those Aussies who really put in. And will that help cool the planet? Yes, it will, in time. Uh, look, I loved, uh, like HG, I enjoyed the State of Origin very, very much this week. I don't often start talking about rugby league, but you can't avoid it this week. It was magnificent performance uh, from Freddie's Blues, Freddie's Heroes. Uh, look, my feeling is the coverage was so much better without any player interviews. So much better. Mm. I mean, I'm much more interested in what uh, Gal has to say or JT or Cam than, uh, you know, asking how's it going out there. Oh, yeah, I think we're putting on. It's just nonsense. We don't need any of that. So much cleaner, clearer, better. And uh, thank you very much. Uh, And this may well be the way the game is covered in the future uh, without having to bother the players as they're coming off at half-time or bothering them uh, when the full-time whistle blows. So much better. Uh, Now, here's a good story. The forgotten Aussie boomer Dante Exum is back in the NBA with the uh, Dallas Mavericks after some, well, shocking string of injuries over the years. I mean, he really was a fantastic product in the early days when he was a younger man, uh, made the Boomers, who played very well with the Boomers, but then uh, spent a fair bit of time off the uh, off the, uh, uh, the court, but uh, is now back and we wish him all the very, very best. Dante Exum, uh, not forgotten by many Australians, I still hear... Aussie kids on buses talking about his great work. Now, Aussie coaching uh, luminary, it's not a term we often use on this program, but I'm happy to use it today. That's Ange Postacoglu. He says he'll manage the Spurs, wait for it, his way. And why wouldn't he? Hmm. Why wouldn't he? Such an outstanding manager. Outstanding Australian. Outstanding. We wish him all the very best and... uh, some of those uh, Spurs stars will have to toe the line the Ange way. I'm sure they will. Uh, Ange, of course, is a very the sort of coach that involves the fans, the management, the team, everyone, the whole community. Gets the whole community on song, facing in the one direction, all goals obvious, and uh, more often than not, all goals met. Uh, as HG has referred to the Wallabies, of course, brought back to Worth by the Bock. That's the way I saw it. <laughs> now, the problem, the problem was discipline. Yep, believe it or not, discipline was the problem. Now, a team member says, and I'm quoting him, the team is now looking for 
clarity. Oh, my God. I know trouble. When you've got players looking for clarity, oh, you know you're in trouble. Hang the... Turn out I the mean, light. Uh, I mean, Checker's just going to use this tonight, of course, in his dressing room with the Pumas. He's just going to say, boys, show them a bit of clarity. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they bloody well will. Uh, now, of course, England levels the Ashes series with the women's Australian team. I've got a feeling that the Aussies are, are missing the composure of Meg Lanning, I think. Meg is a very, very skilled captain, uh, very measured, doesn't panic, and I think her experience is something that's uh, been missing over the last uh, few games. Uh, speaking of cricket, uh, there's talk of Warner being dropped for the fourth test. I noticed Greg Chappell's come out saying that Warner should be the first picked. Greg Chappell, less said the better. Uh, Where do you stand on well, that Well, my Lord? feeling is I would open either with Head. Head can open. I, I, I wouldn't pick Warner. I think uh, 17 times going to Broad is enough. We don't need to see a replay of that again. Um I, I would either open with uh, Head or open with Marsh. Marsh and Kawaja is not a bad, doesn't have a bad look to it. Or Head and uh, Kawaja and have uh, Marsh and Green bat together five and six. That would be a, a very tantalising prospect, mm -hmm. I think, seeing those two great Aussie all-rounders strutting Australia. their stuff know, yeah. together. I know. People would love that. A great send-off for the Matildas at Federation Square. It was a wonderful atmosphere. A terrific night. Uh, I loved it. Look, it was a, what I'd call a quintessential Aussie atmosphere. Uh, I said that to a few people standing nearby me and they agreed. It's the sort of atmosphere you wouldn't get anywhere else in the world. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, there was something just beautifully Australian about it. And uh, their performance last night, I thought, was close to impeccable. Uh, that uh, goal by, I think it was Mary Fowler's goal, beautifully set up, quite a complex setup, taking that ball all the way down the right-hand side, the cut across, the beautiful deft passing and the uh, surgical strike uh, from Fowler was very, very impressive indeed. I hope they can take that form. I think it's Ireland they play next week. Um, so uh, they're, they're in pretty good shape by the looks of things. They look very, very sharp. Now, speaking of the world, the Women's World Cup, the New Zealand government and the New Zealand public have failed to support the Women's World Cup at all. They can't give tickets away. 20,000 tickets for fans were issued last week. Not one has been picked up. Not one. No one's going. It's a failure of leadership. Uh, there's no leadership in New Zealand at the moment. Right. It's, it's just a floating ship. Yeah. Nobody knows where it's going or what it's up to. No leadership at all. Uh, there's been no one steering them towards in the direction of the World Cup. Many of them don't even know it's on. No, that's terrible. I, I mean, I, I worry about New Zealand at the moment. It's, it's close to basket case. Basket case. They couldn't give them away at schools? Well, I think Did they tried, but the kids didn't know what they were getting. Right, fair enough. Fair you know, we've got tickets here to the World Cup. What? what? What's that? What's that? Enough said. Uh, now, the uh, Live Golf is set to terminate the Sharks' contract. Mm. Um, putting it in context, HG, it's a very, very difficult time for CEOs at the moment, like the Shark. So many are taking haircuts, you know. Bonuses, I've been led to believe, 
in some instances, even here in Australia, have been cut by 2 or 3%. That's outrageous. Two or three percent. Two or three percent. How are these people going to live? I don't know. These are the whispers that I've been receiving. Two or three percent. You mean people in charge of Rio Tinto and Santos and great firms like that? Two or three percent. Macquarie Bank. And and when you put it in context, two or three percent, oh, you think, oh, that's not much. I tell you what, when you're getting 55 million a year, two or three percent is a lot. It's not small change. It's a lot. I know. I shouldn't laugh. No. Look, I'm happy at half time. I know. Half time today. You're to take, happy with your bonuses. I know you are. Yeah. No, I was going to say to take a blanket appeal round yes. at the all footy grounds this weekend that I'm attending. For our on CEOs. Behalf, yeah, for our CEOs. Thank you. I know Australian people will be Australian people generous. will support that. Of course they Why will. don't we crowdfund it? Crowdfund it? Crowdfund our CEOs. What a great idea. Wonderful week for the greatest game of all. Uh, like H.G. Grub Reynolds, what a great success with the Blues in, two, in the state of origin. I mean, he really was the heart of the Freddie uh, plan. plan in, in the first inst- instances. I mean, he really was the heart of the Blues, Grub Reynolds. Uh, look, a lovable rogue. Mm. A great grub. Great mm. grubs are lovable rogues. Mm. You know, uh, Barlam, I mean, oh, what a grub. grub. Yeah. <laughs> no. you know. And Toby Green for yes, the Giants. I yes, mean, he's grub. Yes. A lot of kids are modelling themselves on Green at the moment. That's right. And when, Jer- talking- when, when Jared retires, I know. lovable rogue. Mm. Mm. We love him. I mean, grubs really are the, the spirit of the game. Yes, yes, the heartbeat. The heartbeat, the untold yes. spirit of the game. Yes, that's the right. The one that the game doesn't acknowledge. But all the true Aussie fans know. Yeah. How much they contribute. Yeah. I mean, really, without a grub, you haven't got rugby league. I don't think. I mean, that's a thesis for students to follow up. Yeah. I haven't got time. Uh, Payne Haas wants to leave the Broncos. Well, that's a shot across the bow of Kevy, isn't it? I mean, he's saying he just wants to put himself on the open market, but you've got to read between the lines. I don't think Payne and uh, Kevy have ever got on. Kevy's a bit, you know, stitched up, straight-laced, you know, do it my way, my way or the highway. That's not the harsh way. The harsh way is the harsh way. And that's something Freddie's going to, uh, sorry, Kevy's going to have to learn to uh, live with. I mean, you can't steer a bloke like Haas. Haas is his own man. Mm. You know, he's not a grub, he's just a big bloke who knows where he wants to go. He only knows one direction, straight ahead. Mm. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, Kevy can say, oh, well, I want you to do this. No, he's not going to do it. No. Haas is going to do what Haas does. Mm. And that's what other clubs who are looking at Haas are going to have to realise. Mm. Uh, I think the NBA, I think all sorts of uh, overseas clubs, Gridiron, American football, I should say, they've been approaching Haas. A lot of people are interested in Haas, including uh, Australian tennis, uh, bowling, you know, badminton. you name it, badminton, yes, mm. everyone is I've interested. heard the curling community I know the out. curling community have reached out mm. because his brushwork is magnificent. Mm. Uh, now, uh, just finally, HG, Queensland plays. This is a disturbing story if you're a, a Queenslander. Queensland players' families weren't allowed to sit together at the state of origin no, the other night. Just dreadful. Dreadful. Now, this has been a tradition that uh, the families are able to sit together, often behind uh, the, the players, the, you know, the, where the players sit, but it wasn't the case. They were scattered throughout the, uh, the space and often had to sit side by side with diehard blues fans, which made life very, very difficult for them. Now, I'm not saying this is a good thing or not, but the blues won. 
And that's the important thing. That might have been a small contribution to the success. I don't know if Freddie was behind it. I have no idea. I have no information. Nobody said a word to me. Make of that what you will. The thoughts of a rugby league toilet. A complex and ambitious work commissioned by Federal Arts Minister Tony Burke is scheduled to be presented by the SSO in concert with the Australian Ballet Company, the Sydney Theatre Company, Taronga Park Zoo and the National Rugby League at Stadium Australia. For details, visit the New South Wales Government website. Now, coming to some of the big issues of the week, let's go straight to that uh, Matthew Lodge story. Uh, Well, they had a long conversation, the... uh, about Matthew Lodge coming to the Sea Eagles and uh, Penn was convinced to rubber stamp the signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lodge has joined the Sea Eagles this week on a train and trial contract. Having, oh, I hate those train and trial contracts. If you're interested, sign him, mm-hmm. maybe for the next three years. Yep. Uh, he, having been told he was free to leave the Roosters after a turbulent time at the club. Right. Now, well, I didn't sh- know it was turbulent. Yeah, no, that him. shocked me. Turbulent, turbulent at the Roosters? Really? No, I thought there was clarity there. that quiet. Now, (laughs) he will play for Manly's feeder club, Blacktown, this weekend as he pushes for a return to first grade. Penn insists that Manly did due diligence. Oh, good. How did he do that? Due diligence. Oh, well, tackle counts, uh, metres gained each game. Police record. Police record, etc. And confirmed that he'd spoken to Lodge to ensure Mm. he was the best fit for the club. I wanted to have a chat with him before we took it any further. It was really important that we were really focused on our culture. Culture, good. And and where we're heading as a club. We are absolutely focused on winning premierships. We need Mm. to make sure everyone coming to the club meets our culture. Yes. In pretty quick time, it was clear that he could add a lot of value. I say he could. He's a super smart guy. It was an enjoyable conversation because it just wasn't about football. Right. A lot of it was around uh, family and how tough families are doing it. Yes. He's passionate about the family and getting inflation under control. Good. He, we presented him with a packet of crisps, which he didn't eat at the time because no, he good. knew how valuable they were. Yes. We want more leaders on and off the field at the club. There's an opportunity for him to cement himself in a real leadership position with the club. Good. Lodge uh, sign, has only signed with Manly for the remainder of the season, but Penn's comments could indicate a longer you mm. know, thing is in prospect. Now, well, the thing is, having uh, Lodge there puts pressure on the forwards. They can't get complacent. Exactly. They can't exactly. get complacent because they know Lodgy's there ready to step up. And Lodgy can step up. We know that. He, he, yes. Now, two I things. suppose that culture thing, actually, you'd have been grilled on Manly history, I suppose. Uh, like uh, Bozo Fulton. Yes. When we talk about Rex Bozo. Mossop, yeah, you know, Rex first Mossop. first premiership, you know, but yeah, all of that. Now, can I add two things to that? I'm just wondering about his charity work. Oh, yeah. Is he fully committed to the bowel cancer uh, as uh, As far as I know, charity. the reports, the whispers that re- I've received is that every bowel, free bowel test kit that's been sent to Matthew Lodge has been completed uh, within three days. That's incredible. And sent back. And I understand he's going to kick in five hundred dollars mm. for every try he scores to the bell cancer. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's. Oh, I that's marvellous. Then the other thing is, has he ever scored a try, Lodgy? I don't recall Lodge over the line, but I suppose I, he I, must have done it. I some wish stage. you hadn't done asked that. I wish you hadn't asked that. No, because I, I just know. Well, that's know. a question for statisticians, yeah, historians, exactly. and. That drives me nuts, you know, now with statistics. Yeah. The computer will cough up anything you want. I know. All the time in rapid, well, in click at yeah. the mouse. Yeah. Now, the other one is 
could his promotional work, which he has a great history of, yeah. come in handy should the Manly Seagulls get the tap for the trip to America mm. and the Ali Jont? Well, I'd certainly giant. take them because he can show the other players the way, the things well, things to do and things not to do. Can't he? I think he can. He can, if yeah. anyone can. That's yeah. true. And he might be able to talk you know, to the players. Once players have a few and start taking the kit off and knocking on doors in the suburbs, he can say, no, 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 I advise it, you not to do. It's Come back, in. back in the car. It's Come on. Gonna... Come on. Pants up. Back in the car. Get back in the bloody car! Common question. Is it true that sickos are attracted to rugby league? No. According to the Australian Council of Psychologists, there are 18% fewer sickos playing rugby league than the national average. This is Bludging on the Blind Side. And in the best story of the week, Roy, the Warring Brothers... Uh, Matthew and Andrew Johns. Yes. I mean, I see this as a Cain and Abel story myself. Very similar, isn't it? Yeah, geez. Have planned a lunch to mend their ugly eight-week feud. Good. Now, I just hope this can be done. Yep. Uh, The pair will meet in the next few days to organise the details of the lunch. Yes. And uh, I think Joey told uh, one of the radio stations in Sydney uh, of the planned lunch. Good. Um, Now, there was some shyacking about whether Joey could replace Brad Fittler. Uh, mercifully, Joey nipped that in the bud, bud pretty quickly, right. uh, saying that, no, he, that won't be happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feud erupted on their Origin morning uh, show on an all-talk radio station yeah. before Origin when Maddie John started praising Billy Slater and his maroons. Yes. Joey said he was delighted for Fittler after Wednesday night's convincing win. I'm, a, I'm Freddie's biggest supporter. I'm so happy for him. Yes. Uh, now, sadly, he didn't turn up for Friday's, uh, you know, Think Tank special. Right. Now, there are about 60 other people are going. I know you're going. I'm going and you're going to say yeah. something, I, I understand. Am. You've I been am. tapped to say a few words. Yes. The theme of, will it be along the lines of, say, Matthew Lodge coming to Manly? You know, you've got to fit in with the culture and well, something like that. Well, I want to talk about brotherly love mm-hmm. is what I want to talk about. I mean, you could, I mean, you can disagree with a brother. Um, often brothers fall out, have different views. Um, but there's that, what I call a bond of blood and that bond of blood, you you can't, it can't be denied. It can't be denied. And while brothers can fall out, there's nothing more wonderful than seeing brothers coming back together. And that's rugby league, isn't it? And that is rugby league. Yeah. Yeah. Brothers coming back together. So, so that'll be the sort of theme I'll talk, I'll instance it with a few examples of brothers that have fallen out in the past. You know, the war twins fell out there for a little while. Uh, You and I stepped in and, uh, solved that. Solved that. And before we got going, the Chapel brothers. The Chapel brothers hated each other's guts there for a time, but it was all sorted out in the end. And when the rapprochement happened, it it was fantastic Mm. and very emotional. Mm, very emotional. And I, I'm hoping, hoping that uh, when the two John's brothers get together towards the end of the lunch, they'll embrace. And I, I can see tears. There will be tears. Yes. Uh, tears of warmth and tears yes. of love and tears of joy. Family. Family coming back together, yes. I yeah. don't know if we've got a venue yet. There, there was some talk of the venue being in Newcastle. I don't know if it's going to be Newcastle or whether it's Sydney. I don't know. I, I, I just don't You'll know. You'll go yet. anywhere, though. I'll go anywhere. Yeah, yes, I'll be there. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, the great one was, of course, when the trio, the uh, 
prune, the quince and the kumquat got solved their problems all those years ago. That was just... I didn't know they'd had that falling out. No. You you brought me up to speed on that. It surprised me. Yeah. Because I thought they were as thick as thieves, but they weren't. No. And so we come to, uh, speaking of farewells and so on, which Mm. we sort of were, uh, the Josh Reynolds send-off. Yes. Um, Well, the... It's a pity it's happening in reserve grade, but it's sort of fitting, isn't it? It is very fitting. I mean, people forget that he... He scaled the heights of rugby league he grand did. finals, origin, yep. series triumph, cheery farewells and yep. hopeful returns, yep. 167 NRL games. Right. The body can't take it anymore. Yep. After giving his uh, up uh, his top 30 roster spot to Toby Sexton. Okay, yes. That's a good get for yep. the uh, dogs. That was very generous of him to yes, step aside right. for Toby. Yeah, nice. Indeed. Yep. And could be signed and telling his teammates at that Saturday's NSW Cup game will be his last. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen him push on to the end of the season. Sure. I'm sure the... Uh, the but co- if the body said, that's it, that's yeah. it, you know, he'd know. Grab it. He'd no. know. Oh, yeah, of course he would. Yeah. He, you can't grab I mean, on no. if your body's not willing no. to do the work. No. Now, no. Reynolds fronted the cameras. And, and grubs tend to know their own bodies better, better than, than most. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, he was holding back the tears. He spoke for 11 minutes in a, let's face it, there's been a ban on players talking, but he managed to get 11 minutes Did he really? out, which yep. is terrific. If the ban hadn't been on, he said he thought he had 47. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the uh, dog's entire first grade was there. The smell of 30 footballers jammed into a phone booth uh, summed up the uh, Reynolds experience yep. when words escaped him. This club means more to me than the game, to be honest. Isn't that wonderful? I know I made comment of that in my introductory marks a couple of hours isn't ago. It? Isn't it? But will, he ha- will he have any uh, role in the club down the I track? I think he SG, will. Administratively, uh, I mean, uh, is Gus going to reach out? Would he be useful in the boardroom or I reckon useful in the boardroom. just as a talisman that might sit inside the entrance there that uh, when people come in, they go, oh, g'day, Grubby, how you going, mate? Yeah, yeah. good old. Where do you want to go? Oh, I'm looking for a poker machine. Hey, that way. Yeah. Is he going to be that guy? Um, I think he could be. And remember, of course, they do have a big, extensive club. They do. There with a great... Uh, that th- grand entrance. I the mean, grand they've, entrance, they've got yes. uh, water features and all sorts of things. And it's often amazing. a car that yeah. you can... A oh, a car, car that you can get a ticket on yeah, and win. Yeah, that's right. That's like right. a Subaru or something well, like no, that. Or yeah, one of those D-Max plays. Yeah, things. wonderful yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, it's all happening there. Well, Grub could perhaps sit in the car. And it's a big And feature. offer tickets to. Indeed. Indeed. And pathways. We've got to remember, he'll be creating the pathway for the new generation of Grubs to come through. True. True. So, he could do a bit of Grub special work with. Uh, youngsters. Youngsters who yeah. have that. He'd, Look at he'd be eye. able to pick it. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be able to pick it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, after one of several pauses to try and keep his emotions in check the other day, he said, I honestly wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't start here. Yeah. Well, I suppose if he didn't rub, That's right. you wouldn't be who you are. Does he, did he mention who trained him each year? Was he trained or was he just a natural grub, just born with it? It often happens they're just born with I, it. I think just born with it, but there's yeah. no shortage of people there. Bar Lamb would have been a model. Oh, Bar model. would have been around. Role model. model. Yeah, yeah, role model for many years. And yeah. who can forget Bar and Ellery Henry? I mean, That's that was right. a match made in Hammond. Exactly. In the first bad, buddy, 10 seconds of the match. Indeed. Ellery gone. <laughs> yeah. Busted jaw, out of it, gone. Now, the other thing was um, I think there's probably generations of uh, successful grubs in there that we haven't really – we've lost in the history of the mists of time. Sure. Now, so I said, even being with these boys right here now, I'm going to miss that so much because I've been chasing the feeling ever since I felt I finally got it back. Mm. Ever since he let, he finally got it back. He was always filthy at myself for leaving. Yeah. 
But that's just the way life goes and footy goes sometimes. I'm honestly just so grateful for the club giving me another chance to be able to finish in reserve grade yeah. and do my best to show the boys hopefully what it means to be the best Bulldogs they can. Yes. A Belmore Hill's going to be named after Reynolds. Good. Grub. Grub Central. Hill. Grub Hill. Well, that's that's wonderful. Has he been made captain in the reserve grade just I for the day? I think so. That's right, just for the day. Good. Uh, James Graham's offered to sacrifice six-figure sum from his own salary in the hope it could be used to keep Canterbury's grub, right. favourite grub, at the club instead of accepting a four-year, $3 million deal with West. Sums up the standing Reynolds holds with anyone who has played alongside him. Yeah. Now, that is a very difficult thing to unravel. It is. Uh, I don't quite in, follow it, really. No, I don't either, yeah. but I get well, the James idea. James Graham was prepared to take a haircut to keep the grub not going to Balmain. Is that the story? I think that's right, Well, yes. I, I think most of the Bulldogs would have done that had they been given the opportunity. Or they, known about or it. Or known though. about it, yeah. yeah. Right until the end when he spoke of not wanting to deny a reserve grade spot to Bailey, uh, mm. to rising half Bailey Hayward, mm. um, who, he says, who I've known since I was seven year old, seven years old. Mm. Reynolds' commitment to the Canterbury cause has been admirable. Right. Well, you don't get like that these days, do you? I mean, no. you look at Payne Haas. He already he's off somewhere else sniffing out bigger yes. deals and so on. Or just, or, you know, well, Matt, that's the Matthew modern Lodge. player, isn't it? I mean, you sign a contract and within 24 hours you're looking for another contract, a better one. Six Again is a collection of Rugby League's jazz classics. 24 great tunes that capture the magic of the greatest game of all. From the Katoni Stags Trio, featuring Matt Dufty on flute. Out now on Munster Music, the Blindside label. I'm bludging on the Blindside, Roy. Uh, yeah, Munster from Newcastle is suggesting uh, Grub Green is... Uh, sorry, uh, well, Grub Green is uh, definitely an ornament to game. Uh, but Grub Reynolds, definitely an ornament to the game. And he's suggesting that Lodge could be considered a super grub. A super grub, or grubbing on two continents. I suppose that does make him make super, grub. super grub. Yeah, super grub. Well, that's a category we could... Uh, Exploit. Exploit or, or expand it. Or for others to take up. Yes, yeah, that's just right. Just in terms you, you, of the public conversation. Max from Arcadia has suggested, why hasn't the ABC Australian story done the Matthew Lodge story? Well, well what a good question because they're only interested question. in communists. And I don't know, oh, yeah. I don't know if uh, Matthew Lodge is a communist. I don't think he is. I don't think he supports socialism in any way. I mean, I might be wrong. I don't know. I've never grilled him on these no, issues. No. Don't know. Is that all Australian stories interested in, just commie talk? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that explains why hardly anybody watches it. Yeah, I suppose. Well, communists watch it. Oh, yeah, true, true. (laughs) There's more and more of them. Yeah. Wow, what an interesting Mm. thing. Um, That that does open a can of worms, both the super grub and Mm. communists and Australian stories. Sure. Now... Uh, I am mindful that we're getting to the uh, the witching hour, mm. as in the news hour, but I just thought we should begin an, a chat about Fallout from the Origin series in uh, 2023 oh, yeah. and just leave uh, with uh, whether, sh- you know, I'm not sure what the Trodden Commission's going to come up with, that you sit on the Trodden Commission, you have valued input into the Trodden Commission. This is David Trodden, yes. Yeah, the boss of the NSR, yep. NSWRL. Yeah. And one topic's going to be, I think, for the October meeting is Freddie's future. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, a lot of When's people... When's that meeting? September, is it, HG? That they, they meet made? once a month, but ah. I, think the, I think the problem is that they have to allow, you know, agenda items. They, they, I mean, they've got so you many agenda You can't rush items. them. There's so exactly. much to get through. It's like Art Oval, the toilets, the yeah, money that the uh, government isn't yep. giving them, etc. Yep. Watsford Oval, a, a bleeding source still in the yep. uh, New South Wales Rugby League. Now... Sure. What, what they're hoping to do is solve the problem of uh, state of origin coach at the October meeting. Yeah, right. So, 
Okay. I, I just uh, wanted to... I suppose uh, potential candidates would be putting their resumes in now. Should Correct. they direct those directly to David Trodden? I reckon if yeah. you're thinking about coaching the Blues, yeah. uh, you just send it to Dave Trodden. Look, Ke- David Trodden, New South Wales, it'll get to him. Yeah, that's right. That's all you need. But you might add RW, uh, RL to, oh, it, to yeah, give, RL, give it, sure, yeah, to give it. So you're not confusing with other David Troddens that are out there. There must be millions too. Mm. Now, uh, talk back topic, uh, Roy. How'd you uh, go Look, week? last week's topic is she is sneezed me a clown. Well, it was fascinating, the response. 100% yes, obviously. But the number of calls that came from Channel 9 were astonishing. How did you work out they were coming from oh, Channel 9? Oh, look, it's, uh, just I, don't, the same I don't, I don't understand number. the technology at all. I, yeah. I just look at the readouts. Ah. Uh, but the, we do have the technology, although the people who conduct these things do and can tell where the calls have come from. Many calls came from within Channel, Channel 9. 9. Only Channel 9 in Sydney. There wasn't much from, from Queensland or South Australia, Victoria. Right. But certainly... Uh, Many, many, many calls. I don't know whether they were just on repeat. Well, I was going to repeat. ask, is there any suggestion that one person made 100 calls? I know yeah. you get thousands of I calls. I can't tell. I can't no. tell. But certainly of the phones at the Channel 9 headquarters, uh, many were used thousands of times. Now, whether that was just someone sitting there pressing repeat or whether there were queues forming saying, me next, don't know. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Now, what have you got this week for the nation to worry about? All right. I know we're going to uh, run up the uh, flagpole, the potential of uh, Grub Reynolds being an ornament, but I think we'll hold that as dry powder. Uh, this week's talkback is, HG, is the coverage of the NRL better without the player interviews? That's a Just great to uh, put a toe in the water, get what people are thinking. Uh, so you can get involved in that uh, with the talkback. Just remember, no one's here to answer the phone, uh, but uh, your um, your um, your message will be received. Yes, that's processed, right. That's right. And, and uh, you know, a, a non-government involvement in the mm, talkback topic. Are you yeah. still punching those facts that we are yes. discerning here with the polls through to the appropriate? You know, authorities. Well, of course I am. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I deal with the uh, Bureau of Statistics. Uh, they're, they're very, very interested in, in what the you're sort doing. of information we get. Yeah, mm. because it's they described it as random, <laughs> left field. You know, didn't think of that. A lot right. of that. Yeah. Right. No, the response has been very, very good. And, and can I just say they're wonderful people to deal with, very professional. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And could they, do they deserve an Australian story about them? Oh, well, I don't know how, uh, I don't know. I've never grilled them about their political interests, whether they're uh, socialists or not, whether they're, uh, mm, you know, whether back in the day they were pro-Medicare or not. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I understand. I, I, I don't know. No, 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 I accept that. But I I'd assume that. there'd be a percentage of uh, members of the Bureau of Statistics who'd be who would be socialists, if not communists, uh, in which case uh, Australia Story could reach out and I'm sure they'd get a terrific response. Love now, to know what uh, what people get up to in the bureau. Now it's uh, almost time for the people news. People think it's just numbers. Well, it's not. <laughs> the International Panel on Climate Change has released startling evidence that suggests rugby league is the best spot for the environment. The panel believes all nations should establish a rugby league competition. This simple fact is known by all Australians listening to Bludging on the Blind Side. Yes, welcome back to the Bludge. Uh, if you want to get involved, text wise 0467920222. 
That's 0467920222. Or the old style way. Doesn't need a stamp, but it's just as slow. RoyNHG at abc.net.au. That's RoyNHG at abc.net.au. And the following people have, Roy. Uh, yes, on the text, Max from Arcadia wants to know, do you know whether Peter Overton voted in the Sneezeby a clown poll? Look, I don't know. I can't. Look, all I can say is that certainly the phones in Peter's office were used and uh, Peter seems to be there all the time. Uh, I don't think based on the simple... Well, he's on every bloody night. I know. I think he gets Saturday night off, but I'm not sure. I think he does. He's certainly there Sunday night and every other night of the week. I don't know when he... I mean, I've mentioned this before. I don't know when he gets gets any jobs done. I guess Saturday's his jobs day. Yeah. You mean like shopping? Shopping, yeah. Yeah, New tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or touching up some paint around the house or fixing up something in the car, changing the tyres. You know, I don't know what he does. Air precious. Air precious, sure. Tire precious. No idea. But yes, his phone was used. Good. Um, Now... This has come from Rob. Uh, Rob says, uh, happy rugby league. Uh, some news from the old gold fruit and nuts say it was oh, yeah. Rose's 15 wallabies. Mm. He says, back in June the 21st, you read out my letter in regards to my idea of a chocolate wallaby to replace the Easter bunny. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the wallabies must have been listening because in my local supermarket this week, I saw and purchased a package of Cadbury Caramilk chocolate wallabies. Uh, I think somebody sent us an illustration of them. Look lovely. Uh, now, I've attached a photo of the packet and I'm proud that my idea and your show made this happen. Isn't that great? Not at Easter time, but it's a start. No, it's there. Yeah. As described on the packet, a golden blend of caramelised white chocolate. <laughs> it does sound tantalising, doesn't it? Doesn't it ever? Uh, he says, anyway, as you both described back in tune 21... You'd like to see fusion between sponsor and product and a tight fit. Well, it's taken a while, but it's now on the shelves. I would like to think that the three of us made this happen. Born on bludging on the blind side, that's what I'll be telling everyone anyway. Nothing to do with any fancy marketing department. Excellent work. Excellent work. A good story. Yeah. Uh, I, I do recall that. Yeah. yeah the, the, the only button I'd like to see to push the barge away from the wharf a little bit is a taste test. Oh, yes. Because these are edible wallabies, sure. aren't they? Well, yeah. we could ask people, have you tried the, the uh, what is it, the, the golden blend of caramelised white chocolate? Perfect. What's it like? Yes, that's right. Thumbs up or down? Yeah, does it make you just, want to just score? Just get it on the bloky talkback talk, talk line. No, it'll be there, but we'll get the message. <laughs> this has come from uh, Anthony. He says, um, it's been a tough week in the kennel for doggy supporters. This is the week before last. Yeah, before not their last big win week. last week, yeah. yeah. He says he was, the do- he was at the Doggies Newcastle game at Homebush on Sunday to support the pack. The horrific mauling that unfolded certainly added additional questions to the long catalogue of seemingly unanswerable questions that all long-suffering dog supporters are carrying around with them this no, season. I get that. At halftime, I tried to distract myself from the relentless bloodbath by attending one of the stadium eateries. Perhaps I could find some small comfort in a cup of chips and a mid-strength lager, uh, he thought. Oh, I know where this is going. I've got a terrible feeling. To my surprise, one of the items on the menu was, quote, cheeseburger spring rolls. <laughs> I might have also been surprised by the $15 price tag. Mm. But mm. mostly I was wondering if this was a typo. I hadn't seen this one before. Is it a cheeseburger or a spring roll? I asked the uncharacteristically helpful staff member at the counter. 
It's a cup of cheeseburger-flavoured spring rolls, love. Very popular. You can also buy them in the freezer section at Woolies if it turns out you like them. Wow, that's a great leg up. In a bewildering state of confusion, I returned to my seat and dutifully watched the rest of the mutilation unfold, munching away on my cheeseburger spring rolls like it was normal. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is part of the problem, I thought. You don't get cheeseburger spring rolls at Belmore. We've only played one game there so far this season and we won. And there were definitely no cheeseburger spring rolls available. Of this much, I am dead certain. Isn't that great? Australian That's an insight, chefs, isn't it? Australian chefs, they're doing yeah. incredible things, aren't we? I, I, I was, there was a burger pizza I encountered the other day. Did you? Mm. Did was, you try it or just look at no, someone eating No, I was stunned. I was completely... Did you thought, watch anyone eat it? No. That no. was a, a, a slow mover. But, right. um, you know, in the freezer cabinet, there were quite a few of them. Oh, in the freezer cabinet? Mm. God, I must spend a bit more time looking at oh, these the things. I've never, I never look at a freezer cabinet. No, I don't, the freezer cabinet. I just get peas yeah. and sometimes chips. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Ooh. No, phyllo pastry. You know, a bit of pastry sometimes because yeah. I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, but no, they, generally speaking, freezer speedy, cabinet no. often contains things that you wouldn't believe. Well, that's fascinating. Mm. I must have a bloody good look next mm. oh, time yes. I go. They're freezing everything. There's been days. a revolution happening revolution. in the freezer that I'm and, unaware and I of. I haven't opened the cabinet to look at it. Man, this has come from Harry. Mm-hmm. Happy Rugby League to both you, your family, all hardware, Godfrey and True Blue Aussies. Watching the coverage of the Ashes tested headingly, I can see that the commentators in the studio are now seated. Yes. Good. Ian Healy and whoever the other bloke is are looking much more comfortable and it's causing me a lot less anxiety watching them. Sneesby appears to have listened to the outcry across the nation and made the move. In this rare moment when he is awake at the wheel, (laughs) it makes the mind wonder what else we should push for before he snoozes again. I believe that Married at First Sight has been lacking expert commentary and the minds of Langer and Hayden could be put to use. What a weird combination that is. That's something I never thought of. Whilst I'm unfamiliar with any formal psychological training either commentator has, well, I don't think you need... They seem to have pretend psychologists on there. My favourite sort of psychologist. Yes. But their track record is appalling. I don't know how long that show's been going, but I don't think anyone's kicked on in marriage at first sight. They end up hating each other's guts. Maybe that's what, maybe well, what they're meant to do. That mm. creates great television. It does. Because people does. love watching people who are married hating each other's guts. Mm. That seems mm. to be the theory. Mm. Mm. But anyway... Uh, yes. I'm unfamiliar with formal psychological training either commentator has. Nuggets of wisdom such as nowhere off stumpies yeah, yes, was... and the many other forms of endless dribble that the dynamic duo produce would undoubtedly be helpful to the hopeful romantic influences. Well, well that's I... a beautiful idea. Is the, knowing where the off stump is, mm. is that a euphemism? I think so. I yeah, think that's no. what he's suggesting. Yeah, no, double entendre yeah, sort right. of thing. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, very mm. funny. Yeah, I'm Kakamadak still. I know you are. Now, uh, this has come from uh, Contact. No, John in Harvey Bay in Queensland. Mm. He says, when I saw the inclusion of King Gutho into the New South Wales Blues squad during the week, I thought, what a stroke of genius. Yeah. I thought to myself, could this be the reinvention of the long-missed Gutharina, so warmly appreciated by the crowds in years go by, gone by? This was a celebration when he scored a try. He would do a particular dance. Ah, the Gutharina. The Gutharina. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. 
Very yeah. funny, very engaging. Yeah. Uh, and arguably one of the king's finest, that's King Gutho's, finest uh, attributes or abilities. It's just incredible to see King Gutho explode over the try line after a shortish burst to erupt into the iconic dance move. It's something the blues have been sadly missing. Maybe King Gutho could even launch into a Gutharina from the sidelines to offer some energy to the team, which, uh, which uh, Fittler says he will bring. Well, sadly... Gutho got two about two minutes forty seven seconds. I, I was embarrassed. No, sorry, sorry. I why, felt sorry why for Gutho. I, I thought it was a why joke. Why was he there? A joke, an absolute joke. It, it was, was a joke. It's the only thing I remember and he about the whole show. No, no respect shown to Gutho at all. No, none, none, none. And he jabbed him in the eye by yes, by know, sending him out for that two and a half. Yeah, minutes. exactly. If why? He, if he didn't, we didn't need him. We didn't need. Did him. we need him? No, we didn't. Need I don't him. think we needed him. No. Now we come to the problem of uh, the dance. Yeah. And. That Bradman Best dance that he got up to with the Fox. Oh, yeah. After he scored his try. Funny. Well, I just thought, here's another jab at Gutho. Yeah. I didn't think this is great fun, this is great, they've no. scored a try. No, I just thought, oh, they're having a go at Gutho. Gutho. And Freddie would have put him up to it. Yeah, he would have. That's what worried me. Yeah. No, I, I just thought that was a shameful act on Gutho. And then that goes back to the Nico Hines. Well, equally poorly yeah. treated. Yeah. Equally poorly treated. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you love to see those two together talking? Nico Hines and Gutho about Freddie and what's it like to be a blue. They might be showing. I'd speak to uh, little Alison Langdon. She could probably get him on a current affair. Do you feel dudded by, uh, you know, only getting two, uh, two minutes, 47 minutes? Oh, yeah, I would have liked some more. What about you, Nico? Yeah, I was gutted. Yeah. Could be great. I don't know. Just saying. Could be a show. Now, just finally, HG, this has come from uh, Paul. He says, as a boy, I remember watching Ken Irvine. God almighty, the great Ken Irvine, North Sydney, great, great winger. Wonderful winger. Uh, I remember watching Ken Irvine race a thoroughbred on TV and from memory, he won. Ah, well, yeah. Would it be possible to set up a race between Josh Addo-Carr and Rooting King? Look. We get asked this all the time. The King is too old. I know. He doesn't this. run anymore. No. He doesn't root anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's nearly 50 years old. He's broken every bloody longevity record for, for horse flesh. Yeah. He's the oldest horse that's ever existed. Mm. I'm amazed every morning when I waddle out and he's still there. Oh, no. With his head bouncing out wanting some hay yeah. or a bit of salt lick. I mean, he's a marvellous boat, but I'm not going to get him to race against Josh Haddocar. It'd be demeaning to It'd both. It'd be demeaning to both. Josh had yeah. a car because he'd be embarrassed by the wind. Yeah, how'd you go? Oh, no, it was really great. I was surprised how slow the king is. Oh, you know. I know. You know where be that's going to yeah, go. Indeed. Indeed. And, and it wouldn't be regarded as fair. No, and, uh, you know, if Australian Story was looking to do something with oh, those two on, great... on Josh had a car or the yeah, king? Either. either. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, the difficulty is is that it's it, those times are gone and you have to move on to other heroes yes. in the same way as... Tomorrow morning, we won't think any more about Josh Reynolds. That's probably right. You know, do you know what I mean? He's Unless someone brings up the topic down the children. What are the, who are the, some of the great grubs you knew? Perfect. Back in the day. Well, yeah. they'd say, oh, well, there was, uh, who was that bloke at Ken? Oh, Josh Reynolds. Yeah. He was great. Before Rugby League, there was nothing. This is bludging on the blind side. Roy, any news on the text line at all? Uh, look, uh, Thomas has been in touch. He says, uh, happy rugby league. 
I run a small pizza shop in the small town of Robertson. That's oh, Robertson, a, yeah, I know that. south, yeah. Yeah. Yes. They got uh, the big potato there, I think, in Robertson. Do they? I they think used they to, do too. Might have been an old Ferro Shimenti potato. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah, though. Beautiful. Great, great. Terrific Iconic. for those funny family shots in front of it. Yes, yes, yes. I was, I was yeah. trying to think. As long as you've got a very wide-angle lens. And am I right in thinking there's a very good pie shop there as well? I don't want to do... There may well be. I don't know. It's been a while pre- since I've been there. Um Anyway, he says the Hindmarsh boys come from Robertson. I didn't know that. I could easily be. You can. Could, yeah, believe that. They, they were terrific Nathan with Parramatta and, for so long. Nathan and uh, – who was the other one? The bigger one. Ian. Yeah, Ian. Ian. Mm. Yeah, Nathan and Ian. Yes. Well, Hindmarsh, the Hindy was a great player. He was a great player. He had difficulty a bit uh, – he had difficulty keeping his shorts up, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, funnily built. Oh, he was a half cracker. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, he was a, a bit like Teddy. Teddy can crack a bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Used to be a feature of rugby league. He did. Crackers, did. but nobody talks about that anymore. They're just I all suppose. grub now. It's just it's all, all grub. grub. Yeah. Anyway, he says we have Peking duck, cheeseburger, steak sandwich, pork slider, uh, and satay chicken amongst the 32 pizzas we offer. That's a lot of choice, isn't it? 32 pizzas? That's unsustainable. Yeah. I'd suggest specialise in four or five that are really crackers and yeah. uh, don't I, waste your time I, I, on I do others. some research on what are people are buying. Yeah. Give us those exotics again. Peking duck. Well, no one's going to buy a Peking duck bloody pizza, are no, they? Peking duck is uh, traditionally something The served. skin. Yeah, yeah, but you get a, uh, I don't know what they describe it, but like a little pancake. A little pancake, That yeah. you put the Peking duck in. That's right. With the sauce That's and the it. vegetable and yeah. stuff like that. How does that work on How a pizza? How does that work on a pizza? Unless but he chops all these things up and puts them on. It'd be stupid on a pizza. <laughs> and your next one? Uh, no, that's right. Steak sandwich. You know, I suppose all you can do steak is chop it up. Steak sandwich on what, a pizza? What do you do with the bread? Exactly. Does the bread go on the pizza I don't know. I'd if I know. It's just stupid. I mean, it's silly. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Correct. Um, now, uh, Cookie says from Sheepwash Creek, haven't been to Sheepwash Creek in so many years. He says, Happy Rugby League, James. How about a four and 20 cheeseburgers? Four and 20 cheeseburgers. So that's a pie. I don't know. Do you just stuff? Oh, I don't know. I've never tried it. Can I ask, are these people making their own, you know, pie, flat pastry? Yeah. Then they put on it. Mm. Cut up versions, well, cut up well, sections of these so, things. I suppose so, and then you pour cheese and cheese sauce. On, over it. So See I thought it was like. essential for a pizza to have a sort of tomato base or yeah, something. Yeah, all those days are gone. I know the, uh, I know the the illustrations of what appear to be the earliest pizzas discovered recently at Pompeii. Uh, was well before tomatoes had made it to Europe. So the pizza was around before tomatoes arrived in Europe. Yeah, so maybe. That frees you up to have a pizza without the tomato as a base. Uh, I don't know. Well, of course, there's. Um, uh, I always think of just a plain garlic pizza doesn't have tomato in it. No, it doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't. And that can be very nice. It can. It can, can be. Yeah. In the right hands. <laughs> At the right temperature. At the right temperature. Now. Uh, Joe is wondering if there uh, should be. Uh, should the NRL should have a grub hall of fame? Right. Well, arguably you could. Could Australian sport have a Grub Hall of Fame? Oh, that's more. That's better. Yeah. Very hard to compare, say, Grub Green with Grub Reynolds, though. Oh, no, it's not. 
No, well, the thing no, is, they're, they're equally, equally rubbish. Yeah they're, yeah, they're both welcome to come along. Yes. And, you know, be part of it. They'd have That's a drink right. ceremony, yes. red carpet. The family had come. Exactly. Proud. Yeah, yeah. All of that. Well done, Grubs. <laughs> now, going back to Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose we've got a section in this office, thoughts on the dead rubber. Yeah. Now, can I ask, and this came up from an entirely different quarter, mm. the Stuart Dew sacking had a lot of people saying the players matter more than the coach. Now, historically, there's been a lot of focus on the coach being the thing that guides the players around. Now this, the pendulum has swung back the other way and mm. the players. Now, if Wednesday night is an illustration of something, it's the players that matter, not the coach. Yeah. Walker's inclusion, obviously, he couldn't be there for the other games for no. whatever reason. No, I think he was injured for the <clears throat> yeah, first no, or second I mean. game, yeah. <clears throat> so him coming back is a big improvement. Yeah, it was. And the other – and Bradman Best – well, you've got to – eventually put some younger people in. You do. And it's hard to imagine that I think I'm right in saying the New South Wales team was older than the Maroon they team. They were significantly. So, I, I, I thought Crichton, Crichton's defence, especially in the first half, that was extraordinary, so wonderful. You, so you've got these changes yeah. plus players and I think that simple things like To'o becoming a second rower, a spare oh, yeah. second rower is yeah. a big help. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. he, he did more work than most forwards. He did. He did by a long shot. Running and the then, ball out, yeah. And in the early games, I've been critical of him for not getting back on the wing. Sure. But this time he got back on the wing he to did. be ready to do the business. He did. No, he was a powerhouse. Now. He, he, he was. Oh, De- definitely. Look, the, the thing I thought about it, H.G., was that, uh, that Freddie had unlocked something and that suddenly the players were playing for the people of New South Wales. Did you think that? That's the impression I yeah. got. I thought, yeah. I, and, I, and I looked across and said to you quite yeah. early, they're switched on here. They're playing yeah. for us. Yeah. They're playing for us, meaning the people of New, New South, South Wales. Wales. Yeah. And that showed. It did. I, look, I reckon you could take that uh, Hogs for the Homeless trip yes. that they, Freddie took originally when he got the job. They'd yeah. be all the people there would be now supporting the Blues. I think so, yes. They're, sure, they lost the series. Yes. And obviously there's a bit of, you know, slough to spawn. There you know, was. Uh, Freddie doing yes. and all that sort of all stuff. All of that. But that's yeah. all gone now. It's all gone. All gone. Yeah, that's evaporated. Now, that's put, evaporated. Isn't it funny what a winning does? It does. It puts a smile. It puts a smile, bit, a skip in your gate, yeah, all no, of that. Well, we wonderful. think we're not as stupid as we thought we no, were. No, that's all right. All that sort of stuff. Now, that's right. here that's comes. Right. I then heard some very disturbing news that Slater... That's the, I use that term to indicate the Queensland Brain Trust, the Maroons Brain Trust, which is obviously, you know, Cam. you know who, Cam, JT, all a lot. Did Cam speak at halftime? They were a bit coy about that in Nine's coverage. We didn't see Cam talking. He, I don't know who no, was speaking he, to the Maroons. He really gave me a dressing down for being Did slack. He? Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't managed well, was it? Wasn't, it wasn't, no. The, no, the, the game Cherry Evans, I blame Cherry Evans. He was hopeless. He didn't have a great game, did he? Uh, no. See, he, he, he thrives on that. What I call that run. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. And I know too, though, they, they, they were hampered by not having their uh, premier fullback, and the stand in bloke wasn't very good. No, Reese Walsh is a Reece much better Walsh player. Reese Walsh is a much, <clears throat> much better player, even though he does use the dirty words inappropriately in to the, the wrong context. Mate. Yes. Okay, coming back, that, that all that lot, they want Freddie to stay yes. because they're playing the long game. Ah. So if Freddie oh, lost. this is a Queensland conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. well done. Freddie lost, he'd mm-hmm. be out, you know, the Trotton Commission would have to sack him. So Cam did manage the game. Boys lose convincingly because we want Freddie there next year. Exactly. Exactly. Whoa. They think that New South Wales haven't got much left. Oh. And in a way, they're right. I mean, how long can Walker keep going? Well, he can't. 
He can't. Um, Bradman Best, they'll know what to look for this time. That's true. A big bloke, you know, charging on the, uh, the passes right. out of the middle On there. the left edge. Yeah, on the left edge, that's right. Uh, now, it's the left edge like the off stump. I suppose I it suppose is. I suppose it is. You've got no. to know where your edge is. Good on you. I'd love to what? hear Langer and uh, Hayden commenting on the state of origin, wouldn't they? Hey, sneeze me, you listening! <laughs> now, <laughs> do you think there's any truth to that? The, this, oh, sorry, no, it sneezed me, trust me, forget that. <clears throat> That's obviously never going to happen. what? Knowing where your off stump is or no, knowing where your left edge is? No, that they, the Maroons mm. have lured yeah. New South Wales into a blind canyon. I don't think so. No. I, right. I, I don't think so. I think they genuinely wanted a clean sweep. I think that's what they wanted to, to deliver to the people of Queensland. Yeah. The people of Queensland, it's a challenging week. They've got a by-election happening, you know. Yeah. They're, 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 their attention is elsewhere. Smith's script's going through the roof. That's right. That's right. They've got fire ants uh, out their of, way. totally out of control at the moment, and they are. And pigs. And pigs, totally out of control. You know it. Everybody knows it. Uh, what they wanted was a clean sweep just to divert the attention, yes. get away from the fire ants, get away from the pigs, get away from, you know, climate change, get away from Barrier Reef, get away yeah. from travel. Yeah. 3 yeah, nil. look at us. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen. No. It didn't no. happen. And <clears throat> there was lots of things, as I said, uh, introduction. I thought Queensland were very plain in attack. They were plain. Close to the trine line. They were. And, of course, I thought that Well, Munster... they weren't allowed to be created. No, no, I agree with that. And they were... Munster and Grant were well Quite handled. as. Yeah. Well handled. Well, well managed. So... Well managed, yes. Can I come back to the theme, though? <clears throat> How important is the coach mm. vis-a-vis the players? Now, in the due imbroglio... Yeah. Dew's been, obviously there's been a vendetta to get rid of Dew since he was appointed some this years ago. This is the Suns. This is the Suns. Gold Coast Suns. But then yeah. it comes around to you see the chat shows and they're saying, oh, well, they got, you know, I blame the players. I don't blame Dew. Right. I blame the players. The players aren't doing enough. Uh, or this, they've had a lot of trouble with injuries like a lot of clubs and so on. Yeah. And their key players all want to leave. Yes. That's a separate issue. But yes. Is there, in your mind, yeah. that Freddie doesn't have to do much to hold the job? I no, I think I, I think the, the coach is vital. It's, it's a vital role. Uh-huh. Well, what you've got to do is meld, meld a team. You know, you can't just put 13, 15 blokes together and expect there's going to be, you know, purpose or knowing what they're doing, a one-direction thing. No, that's got to come. Look, uh, Look at, for example, the influence that Ange Postacoglu has upon a team. No, I'd say, yes, I agree. So the coach can unify, uh, give direction to and inspire. It's can, inspiring. Can, and I, I think uh, having Nathan Cleary in the in the box with Freddie a, helped as well. I know. I agree with that. You know, if, 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 it, if Billy can't do it without Cam, and he can't, and if Billy can't do it without JT, and he can't, then it's okay, I think, for Freddie to get someone like Cleary in who has got experience and who can say, well, listen, I think uh, it might be a good idea to put Gutho on for two hours, for two minutes and 47 seconds. Yeah, that'll shock him. That'll shock him. Yeah. Now, and then, of course, the Cleary position can be a changeable com- position, yes. Yes. unlike the others who are more or less stuck with, uh, you right. know, Cam and JT. Cam and JT, yeah. The other thing is, I'll take your point about Ange, yeah. but remember, Freddie isn't Ange. I'm not knocking no, either. No, Freddie's not Ange. No, he's a different person. But if you put it in, wait. Exactly. I mean, put Freddie in charge of Hull Kingston Rovers or whoever it's going to be or the, the Tottenham Hotspur. Thanks. <laughs> he's going to struggle. Yeah. He yeah. would. Yeah. Definitely. They wouldn't understand what he's talking about. Do you think the South's connection helped? So they yeah, had did, uh, Walker, obviously, yeah, um, yeah. 
no, Trell wasn't there, but there was no. quite a lot of South people there. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I think Cody was, was fantastic. The way he disrupted the defensive line and kept embarrassing, uh, embarrassing uh, Cherry Evans in defence, I thought that was really well manipulated, really clever, and creating two, three-on-twos, three-on-two yes. situations. Yes. That's yes. what he's great at. Yes. Great yeah. at, and he's got great hands. Yeah. And he, holds, he, he plays with the ball in front. They they're always looking for a reaction rather than attacking him. They don't know if he's going to kick. They don't know if he's going to pass. They don't know what he's going to do. And that puts doubt in the minds of the defence, and they were in doubt all the time. No, terrific game. And one of the things is he can play against, He can play well yes. behind not a brilliant pack. That's right. Mm. That's now, right. so the uh, Maroons' big problem is who's going to replace Cherry Evans. Yeah, I guess I'm not, so. I'm not saying it's going to be next year, but no. that's – that's where they have to look for somebody. No, he'd have to be – he'd be getting a fair – how old is he now? 33, 34 or something, I think, yeah. 33 or 4, yeah. yeah. Getting towards <clears throat> the end, you'd have to say. Yeah, well, that's going to be difficult for them, isn't mm. it? Mm. Isn't it? Well, that's the – can I just say that's their problem? <laughs> Common question. Is it legal to play rugby league in the nude? Nude rugby league is legally practised in all states and territories bar South Australia, the Australian Capital Territory and Bruny Island. This is Bludging on the Blind Side, ABC Radio. Yes, uh, shoo, it has been a big week. Now, we had... Um, an interesting thing in Origin Week, of course, you'd expect the murderer to be out and about putting, oh, yeah. about, putting the stick about because he's... That's his go. That's his go. And uh, he wants to draw attention to himself because he's on the bus out of town soon. Mm. When uh, is that bus arriving? Well... What a good question. Uh, he doesn't want to get on, does he? He doesn't. He's, he's very reluctant to leave the stage because yeah. like Grub, he yeah. knows that once he goes, people will forget all about him very quickly. That's right. Because it moves on. It's cruel, isn't it? That's right. Rugby league and AFL, very cruel. Do we know if he has any plans to move on? Is he going to be a, you know, going to the board, a board somewhere? Well, the one thing that I do notice is there's a bit of chat about the boss mm. of the AFL, mm. that is the head of the head of the board. Oh yeah, it could be going as well, and oh. they might kick Gill upstairs onto so the board. Okay. Now, he may be their ex-officio at the moment because he's chief executive. Anyway. Is that well remunerated, HG? Oh, it'd be wonderfully good, well remunerated. Good, good. Remember, they don't tell you anything about the no, remuneration that's in the that's AFL. That's right. We discussed that. That's yeah. right. There's a lump sum. Yes. Like this $12, mm. which covers all covers the all executives. Yeah. I think a lot of crowdfunding, lucky envelopes, sure. you know, blanket appeals at half time. All that sort of stuff. How anyway. often do they meet? Do they meet three or four times a year, HG? Is, is that onerous? Somebody will know, yeah. but I think they meet 12 times a year. Really? Once times. a month? That's inhuman. What if you want to go on holidays? Can you phone it in? Are you allowed to? I think in Zoom. Right, good. And now, outgoing Chief Executive Gillan McLaughlin has boldly declared Queensland is an AFL state. Queensland? Whoa, that's a shot across the bow. Do the Queenslanders know it yet or not? No, because with he says with more participants than rugby league, more participants in AFL than rugby league, uh -huh. as questions over the Gold Coast Suns surface following the sacking of Coach Dew. Right. Now, while Brisbane Lions sit third on the ladder and remain among the Premiership favourites, they had a loss last night by a point, I think, mm. to the Melbourne Demons. Very entertaining game. Right. Now, the Suns are 14th and facing the prospect of failing to make the finals again, never having played in the postseason as in September. 
The lack of improvement resulted in due sacking this week after six seasons, and the club remains an AFL problem despite hundreds of millions of dollars of investment in the league. Mm. But McLaughlin uh, mm. said inroads, the inroads the AFL has made in Queensland by having two clubs show the overriding benefit, uh, even claiming participation outstripped rugby league. Imagine what you'd do if you had 10 clubs up there. Whoa. Is now, that what he's suggesting? No, not yet. No. The growth in football in Queensland has been dramatic. Uh, the murderer said uh, we'll have more participants this year in Queensland than the NRL for, uh, break that record. The ratings are comparable to South Australia. We'll be making uh, will be the biggest sport market in Queensland in five to ten years across most metrics. Right. I'm not sure what these metrics are, but be that as may, yeah. Queensland is pumping and becoming an AFL state. Gold Coast haven't played in the finals yet, and we need them on board when they are. McLaughlin was adamant that the Suns were not were not a basket case right. and would be supported by the league. But well, the, in, well, they're being supported by the league because they are a basket case. Correct. Aren't they? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They pump millions of dollars. That's what it said, said in the article yeah. here. Hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars of investment. That's right. There's they, a hell of a lot of spin there with the murder, isn't there? There always is. Always is. Yeah. Always putting himself about at moments of. <clears throat> where he thinks he can draw the attention that's right. from Rugby League Queensland, whoever it is. That's right. That's right. I, I found that a gory He always article. wants to muddy the water, doesn't he? Perfect. Perfect. He always... He won't he, leave Rugby League alone. He must uh, still keep awake at night. Must keep him awake at night, tossing and turning. How can I bugger up Rugby League? The pillow would be wet. The pillow would be wet. You know, with tossing and turning. That's right. And, you know... With brain stainage, wouldn't it? That's the murderer. Well, it's not going to work because obviously Queensland is a rugby league state. It is. See, this comes to an article that we haven't dealt with in depth. But uh, Baird, Michael Baird, if I've got the right Baird, Mm -hmm. was made the boss of Australian cricket. That's right. And This is Bruce Baird's boy. Sorry, Bruce Baird's boy, Mm -hmm. you know, the former bank CEO. That's right. Former Premier of New South Wales. Correct. Former Premier. He's head of cricket now. Now, there is a <clears throat> lovely article in the, uh, I think, the Good Weekend or whatever it is, one of the papers, oh, yeah. uh, Sneezeby Owens, typical oh, yeah. sort of rag, you know, saying about how great Mike Baird was doing at Cricket Australia and how Cricket Australia is going to become the dominant sport in Australia mm-hmm. in the next little while. Well, the two things here can't be true. Mm-hmm. AFL and cricket can't be both dominant sports. Somebody's going to lose here. That's true. And rugby league. Perhaps uh, the murderer suggested it's the dominant winter sport. Did he? Is he qualifying it that way? Mm, good Perhaps. question. Good uh, question. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt on that one, because even so, he's still wrong. It's not the dominant winter sport in Queensland. Rugby league is. Yes. Yes. I mean, and, you, you've just got to approach anyone on a bus and say, you know, do do you follow rugby league? Yes. Can I point out also that the biggest matches of the year yep. are rugby league matches. I, right. I know, I mean, obviously there's AFL grand finals and so on. Yep. They don't have an equivalent of state of origin. No. No, they and, don't. And remember, of course, now state of origin, for my mind, is looming as a standalone event. Well, it is. You know, it, is. Like, it is. It is. Obviously, the, call that premiership or, yes. you know, first division, yep. the home and away is second division, That's obviously. True. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, I'd a, agree with a, that. I'd, I'd agree with that. The quality uh, and of And honestly, the, the, the atmosphere you get, say, at a state of origin game at Lang Park, the AFL could never produce in Queensland, that no. atmosphere. Because that gets And whatever that's the case... Queensland is a rugby league state. And that goes back to your droughts, your floods, your bobcats, your fire ants, your the lots. It's all there. That's right. It's all there. That's and right. And they haven't got that. The AFL can't tap into that 
and think, oh, bushfire well, stuff. No, they can't. Into that flood stuff. No, they can't. No, the, that's yeah. the rugby league's turf. No, oh, no, the adversity. Yes, that's right. The adversity. Yeah. Yes, yep. the troubles that created all that's this. That's right. I mean, yeah. And, no. and when Queenslanders in, are in trouble with these. You know, pestilence and and, and natural disasters and, and disasters. Yeah, they turn to rugby league. Four <laughs> B or not four B, the Burgess Brothers story is now a podcast. Twenty six episodes of the injuries, the suspensions, the send offs, the stuff ups, the bust ups, the bumps, and the glamour of a family that stayed together to play rugby league. Now available wherever you hear bludging on the blind side. Uh, Roy, obviously the World Cup, the Women's World Cup gets underway later this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a number of live sites. I, these are a great way if you haven't got a ticket. And I think most of the matches are sold out. They now. are. Unlike uh, so, New Zealand. Yeah. So if you want to see a game, probably buys to get on a plane and go to New Zealand. Mm. Um, and uh, live sites, say, in the Sydney area, I mean, obviously there'd be live sites around Brisbane and all in yeah. many country areas. So you get Parramatta Square, yes. the Concourse in Chatswood, North Sydney Oval, Heffron Park, Maroubra, Wattsford Oval, Meadowbank Park, Meadowbank, Pratton Park in Ashfield, Lambert Park in Leichhardt, Eastwood Plaza, St Ives Village Green. Right. Now, I, I thought the Leichhardt Oval might have been a live site, but it's not. No, I, I assume that there would be matches on the same time as there would ah, be live sites. quite so right. These yeah. are neutral places. Of course. Watchford Oval just had a lucky month off. Yeah, right. Um, I think the live sites are great. They are. Yep. They are. Especially yep. if you get a, a good crowd yes. who uh, know a bit about uh, football, obviously yes. can appreciate the football rather yep. than just the score, and yep. who come badged up. That's right. You know, so if you got if you go to some of the neutral games like Colombia v North Korea, yes, uh, sorry, Korean Republic there, yep. not North, I don't think North Korea is playing. It would be a break if so. they were. No. Anyway, Colombia v Korea Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you know, if you Colombians have probably come along armed with that South American, they would rave, they and would. the uh, Korean fans would come along, That's obviously right. with the, um, uh, yeah. you know, the the food truck. Food truck. Yes. 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 And, and it's a great opportunity to, you know, tell people who you're putting bets on and, you know, you can re- engage with people, you know, that you've never met before because you've got that's something right. in common. You've got this that, great focus. That's and, right. And that can be a great conversation Bonding. opener. Who are you putting your money on with the first goal? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm putting it on da-da-da. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. We're yeah. not. We're, we've gone with such and such. Really? You see what I mean? And then... Off it goes. <laughs> and then 20 years down the track, you bump into each other. Weren't you the bloke that won the money on the da da da? That's me. Wow. You know, well, memories. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's how memories are made at life sites. Um, look, it's going to be interesting to see how this. <laughs> life site memories. Yeah. Oh, There's a, a show, show in that. that. <laughs> Electric vehicles? Think rugby league. More doctors in the bush. Think Rugby League. Harsher penalties for corporate greed. Think Rugby League. Rugby League. A more certain tomorrow. Uh, we've talked a little bit. I mean, we raised this at a time when, uh, you know, obviously the Rugby League sort of shot itself into the foot collectively by not having the fans available. Sorry, the players available to pass yeah. on comments to the fans. That's right. Whereas now, so that gives a lot of space available in TV, radio mm. and papers to mm. people to get interested in uh, the Women's World Cup. Yeah. 
And yeah, I agree. So uh, I agree. Christian Welsh has pleaded with the fans to understand why the NRL players are take, talking and aren't talking to the media on game days yeah. and insisted the players' union will accept a ruling from industrial relations arbiter to settle the long-running pay deal. Ah, now, so they're not, they're not looking for someone independent or is this? They are. They are. That's the independent arbiter, is it? Correct. In, insisted, accept a ruling from an industrial relations arbiter. Now, oh. I, I, I don't know my law here, but I assume that the words industrial relations arbiter indicate Indicates independence. independence. Okay. So. Well, that's, that's a breakthrough because the NRL wasn't accepting that. Correct. That's right. So mm. we're talking about the shape of the table, aren't we? We are. So Welsh delivered a simple message for fans who have criticised the players' refusal to conduct media appearances right. on any day for the NRL, NRLW or Origin match, yep. claiming the star- game stars respect supporters. We don't want to do anything that hurts the fans. No. We know that they're the lifeblood of the sport. We understand, you know, the big hours to stump up membership tickets and games. We're not t- trying to take that away yeah. or lessen the investment in a game, yeah. but yeah. we do need to do something. Mm-hmm. I know some fans will be frustrated, but I hope they can appreciate the position we're in. Yeah. I apologise for any inconvenience, but it's for good purpose. If we need to boycott the media, we're coming from a good place. Good place, yeah. Now. You, you, you know, I, nobody has come up to me and said, uh, you know, I'm down in the dumps because I have I didn't hear what, you know, who won. What, Cody what, Walker what, what said. What Cody Walker said after the game because he made the match. I wanted to hear what he had to say. Nobody said it to me. No. Because we no. kind of know what he's going to say. Yeah, we won. Yeah, we won. Yeah. And it's great. And Freddie's great. And Freddie's great. Yeah. And, and it's just Can't terrific. wait for next year. Yeah. So now, it remains doubtful the NRL will agree to the RLPA's request for an industrial relations arbiter to adjudicate on the final pay, pay deal. Right. Well, I mean, what's to be hidden here? Yeah. What's their position? Mm. Well, tonight accusation the players' union was asking for too much and said trust between the parties was eroded when there was a disagreement over the NRL's financial picture earlier in the year. Right. Now, the level of trust was really strained from that point going into negotiations. There's no problem solving or willingness to try and get a deal. We have thought about the fans. We've mm. spent 20 months butting our heads. Right. Now, Sharks uh, captain, co-captain Wade Graham mm. said he's frustrated. The last time he did something, it acted... It acted as a circuit breaker, and then we got back in the room and they made some progress. We're hoping that this time it does it again. We don't want to be here and, and feel like the fight's, but feel like the fight's definitely worth it. Right. So, I mean, the players are fairly <clears throat> committed. They are. To, uh, mm-hmm. you know. To getting a result. Exactly. To getting exactly. a result. Uh, but it is a complex thing, isn't it? It's got well, to it's do extremely with complex. You outlined it last week, Well, there's the private health insurance. There's uh, a sensible transfer system. There's uh, correct remuneration based on the amount of profit made as a result of the efforts uh, of the players. There's all of that. All of that to be decided, and- argued, debated. I'm wondering if... Uh, Somehow the fans could be represented in the oh, what negotiations. You mean, say, um, <clears throat> sort of like the voice <laughs> idea? I suppose. Well, I, well, each club would would, would, nominate, send, would nominate, say, ten people to go along to go along to the meeting to the meeting and sit with the arbitrator, whoever the the independent judicial person is going industrial, to be, yeah. industrial person. Uh, and they could be used as a source sounding of board? sounding board. Yeah, do you think, do you think it's reasonable that Matthew Lodge should be given da 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 for playing reserve grade da da da? Oh no, that's not enough. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, it, no. it might bring Feedback, the voice yeah. of common sense. sense. Now, look, can I just do the numbers here? Mm. 
10 people from each club and the club can determine uh, that however they want to. But What uh, their position is. What the, the, that's right. The Bulldogs want, you know, an extra 4% on this, want health insurance, da, 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 yeah. blah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's right. Now, that's quite a lot of people to get into a room. Oh, it is. Yeah, I know, but there are big spaces. I mean, yeah, Town true. Hall. Oh, well, they could do it at Belmore. Of or, course. Or, you know, the new Parramatta facility. Yes, like Compa- an oval. Just like line an oval. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Put a desk out the front. People can sit on PA the ground. system. Buy a pizza, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm just wondering also if the if that would give the idea that, you know, you get the sense that Abdo and the Man of Feathers yeah. hardly ever see fans. Oh, they never see fans. Of course they uh, don't. You know, they on television. fans. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah, true. But uh, isn't the, the Man of Feathers back soon? No. Why, I, won't he blow in as the peace negotiator and well, he tried that peace before. in our time, that sort of thing? Yeah, with the white paper. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, he tried that before, but it all fell apart. Oh, I'm not right. quite sure why. Obviously, well, people, he might come back with another piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. With a few handwritten notes on it. Yeah. Now, then we come to something like the Haas problem, mm. and we were talking about this, uh, you know, obviously – as the show's gone on, but is that something that needs to have an opinion from the fans? So are you opening this up to a discussion about, say, contracting? Yes. And that they have a period now, I think November the 1st, Mm. is a time when, you know, obviously all these things for next year have to be solved by. Yeah, that's right. Sure. It'll come around quick enough. It will. And, uh, you know, I mean, I know the Haas deal is in certain parts got a hotel thrown in with it. Really? Uh, yeah. That's how it used to be. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, yeah, I know. Players used to get, you know, get you, a you'd manage a hotel and, you know. Yeah, play for the club. Play for the club. Yeah. That, that, so I don't that, know. Quite, the great but, I, I mean, are you thinking that it is possible for these voices, yeah. the 10 from each club, yes. that'll be in the Leichhardt Oval? Yeah. Well, they might be what I'd call a circuit breaker. Yeah. They, they yeah. might come up with something that the arbiter is going to say, well, oh. that sounds good to me. No, I agree with you. I'll take that. Thank you very much, Uh Canterbury Bankstown. Great idea. Do you want to support this? Does anyone support this? Players Association? Yeah, the the players are right behind that. Right, okay. What about Sneezeby's lot? Yeah? Oh, I think that's great. Wake up, Sneezeby! What do you think? Uh, Yeah, thumbs up from me. What did he say? You know what I mean? It could just be the thing that gets it over the line. I understand. If you had a bit of enthusiasm for an idea or some new ideas. New ideas, yes. Let's let's get back to tours. Yeah, well, I was thinking like if uh, Haas decided to, I think this has been tried in the past, yeah. if Haas decided to stay at the Broncos, yes. could he get a little bit extra? Oh. Or, you know, two hotels. Oh. You know, that sort of thing. Sure. You know, okay. What would you think about that? Yeah. Well, you know, in the old days, I know I've talked about uh, tyres and fish yeah. tanks and stuff like that being. Well, maybe they're the terms we've got to look at it. Forget forget money. Let's let's just talk, look at it in terms of hotels. Each club has so many hotels. Now, how many hotels goes to each player? Yeah. Well, we think we deserve da 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 hotels. Yeah, no, I know. That's and so good. maybe you put it in those terms that uh, people can and grapple with. Maybe that could free the logjam. The hotel solution yes. could free the logjam because yes. then you're talking about something that. Could be supported by the clubs. That's right. That's We're right. But you're going to get around, people are going to say, look, our club, more people gamble on our club than yeah, any other oh, club. That's true. Therefore, we're bringing a lot more money to Sneesby's Lot and Co. Mm-hmm. than some of these other clubs, like West Tigers. Nobody bets on you. You know what I mean? So that could be a, a bit of a wrinkle that fans are going to bring up. And no. they will, because <laughs> fans. 
But fans love truth and honesty. <laughs> Don't they? And do we need a person to chair these meetings? Or is it well, just... of course. Yeah. I assume... Like Gladys Berejiklian or somebody who knows their way around, oh. you know, meetings. Order, order, well, order. Phil Lowe, someone who's... Phil Lowe! Got time on his hands and, and knows how to chair a meeting. Just changing subject quickly, actually, because we are right getting close here. I didn't, I didn't know where the time's gone. Yeah, this is a bill <clears> from <throat> West Preston. This is something to think about. He says, has Albo gone the early chirp? Are you concerned that ever since he wrote on Twitter, same old Aussies always winning, the women's and men's Ashes teams have won, haven't won a match? Are our teams experiencing an Albo curse? Can oh, I ask, yeah, I same old Aussies always winning. I mean, why? what would possess you to put that up? Well, Albo did. I know, I know, but what would yeah. possess you to put it up? Well, to get up the nose, I think, of the British Prime Minister oh, who oh. said, you know, who endorsed the the concept or the idea that the same old Aussies always cheating. Mm. So mm. that was his retort. Oh, gee, Funny retort. No. Yeah. But it's bugging the, the whole it's tilt. It's bugging up the whole tilt on both. Yeah. Well, maybe he's right. Maybe this bloke's right. Maybe Albo did he has it. cursed them. Yes. Well, look, no, I think he not. needs to have a quiet think about that because, yeah. you, you know, these people do these things to lure stupidity out of you. That's right. Um, and I he mean, took the bait. Albo mm, took did. the bait. Would have been far more dignified for the Prime Minister to say nothing. Exactly. To exactly. rise above He doesn't it. have to. He, he doesn't, doesn't have, have to. to say anything. People know he's Australian. They do. People know he supports the... Uh, they do. Ashes, the, Kansas. Yeah. Whatever it is. August. August. Yeah. All of that, five eyes. Yeah, five eyes. G7. G7. I know. Golden circle, pineapple rings. NATO. Yeah, that's right. Sidelines. Yeah. Okay. All right. We leave that on a disturbing note, but unfortunately <laughs> time's beating us again because Andrew Moore, wait for this, has eight hours of rugby league for you. Uh, we uh, leave you with the idea the podcast will be up pretty soon. If you want to get these two hours of your life back, you can have them. And uh, we'll be back with more of the same, same time, same place next week. Join us then for more Bludging on the Blind Side. Bye now. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.